Hello, amazing investors. I wanted to jump on quickly and talk about four points that you don't think about when it comes to your productivity. Most of the time when people are thinking about their productivity, they're thinking about, oh, where am I spending my time? Do I have the right block times? Do Am, am, I, am I focused on the right things? Good questions to ask. And they're thinking about tools and processes, like how can I get the right system? How can I make sure uh, that I'm not distracted by different things? Good questions to ask. But the problem is that if you haven't done your thinking, if you're not aware of the, these four areas, you could ask those questions. You'll be very busy, but you won't be productive. And this is one of the biggest myths in the modern time is that we equate busyness with productivity, and it's not the same thing. In fact, the more busy you find yourself, the more you need to question why you're busy. Because everybody's busy. Everybody's working hard, apparently, but busyness does not equate to you moving your life in a positive direction, improving the quality of your life, or moving your business in the right direction, or improving the quality of your business right now. So let's get into it. And you want to stick around for the fourth point, because that's probably the most important one. So the first one is vision. I talked about this a lot is most people start with the goals and the goals they pick up by kind of emulating somebody else in their environment. They're like, oh, this real estate investor has this goal and I should have the same goal. I want a thousand units. Good for them. That doesn't do anything for you. And here's why. Your vision connects to your why. Your vision, when you see something that's important to you, when you feel it, when you connect with it and you know why that's important to you, that is a personal thing. That drives you. That becomes your purpose. That gets you started and sustains that path over the long term. If you don't know your vision long term, five years out, 10 years out, you'll be struggling. If you just have a goal of, I need to make $10 million, that's not a vision. A vision is when you're thinking about a life that matters to you. You know what? I want to be free. I don't want to have to work with uh, for somebody else. I want to spend 30 hours a week working or 40 hours a week working on whatever that this thing that interests me. I want to go travel. I want to meet people. And I want to uh, spend time with my family. And how do you want to spend time with your family? I want to be connected. I want them to feel like I'm there for them. I want them to feel like we're engaged as a family. Uh, we're doing other things. We're volunteering. We're spending time together. We're traveling. We're doing all sorts of things. And I want to be engaged in my community. I'm doing lots of things with my community. What are those things? And why are those things important to you? And going into the why of each of these things and really picturing it, seeing it, feeling why it's important to you makes a huge difference. And then the next level to that becomes your goals and strategizing Okay, here are the things I need to do to build that vision. If you don't have that vision, you don't know how to come up with it, you're going to struggle because almost everything that you're going to start, it's going to be difficult. It's going to feel exciting in the beginning. And then about a few weeks later or a few months later, it's going to feel tough and ob obstacles will start coming in. And then guess what you're going to do? You're going to switch course. You're going to go towards the next shiny object. And a lot of investors will say the shiny penny syndrome. Uh, well, what that is, is because you're not clear about your long-term vision. You don't know why it's important to you. So make sure you clarify your vision. If you don't know how to do that, uh, just make sure you show up to the productivity webinar that I'm doing next week on February 8th. It's going to help you a lot to think through that. And I have a really cool offer around that too. That's going to help you boil down every aspect of what I'm talking about. The next one is emotions. You might think, well, what do emotions have to do with being productive? Well, uh, human beings are emotionally driven. If you haven't figured that out yet, then you're sleeping under a rock. 
here's why. Let, let's take some of the most, one of the most important uh, practical skills or field that you can think of. Think of sales. Now, salespeople, if you've gone any good at sales or you've been in the sales industry or you've been in business, you know this, that most people make decisions based on emotions. They do not make decisions based on logic. They use logic, uh, they use rationality to justify a lot of times the decisions they wanna make, what feels aligned with them. That's not necessarily a negative thing. It just is, is that people make decisions based on what feels good to them and uh, what what feels aligned with their path, what feels like this is gonna solve their problem. They also make decisions based on whether or not they trust this person. So you're more likely to go buy a product or a service because your friend recommended it. Whether that product is great or not for you, if a friend that you trust, if somebody that you really trust tells you, hey, go talk to this person or go buy this product, you'll probably bypass a lot of your defense, uh, like like due diligence stuff and go end up buying that product. A lot of people buy like that. Why? Because they're driven by their emotions. And the other thing with productivity, and, and that's just an example, but in our day-to-day -day life, we're driven a lot by emotions. So uh, as an example, if, if you've gone through a difficult situation uh, and you're, you're going through a difficult situation in your marriage, you had an argument with your wife or your husband, guess what happens? On the, if the argument was intense enough, you're going to have a hard time focusing. Why? Because those emotions, th that energy in your body is moving through and you don't know what to do with that. You can't focus. By the way, we all go through those periods. So how you manage those emotions makes a big difference whether or not you'll be effective or not. The other thing about emotions is a lot of times it also derives current behavior based on past, uh, past triggers. So most of the time when people react to current situations, they're not related to current situations. It's based on some past thing that they haven't resolved. A lot of times when people are triggered by different situations, why? Because it's related to the past. So if you haven't worked out some of those things, if you keep getting triggered over situ people, situations, all sorts of things, then that's an emotional trigger. You haven't worked out what's happening. So I'm not saying go back in the past and dig out everything, but you need to know why your body is reacting like that. You need to have tools and processes for you to work through that. And that's an important piece of it. So that means, can you be, are you grounded enough for you to be productive? Are you, are your emotions driving you or you're in control of your emotions? Are you leveraging it or your emotions are just controlling you, your reactiveness? So ultimately what we want is not to be reactive. We want to be proactive. We want to manage, process, and think rather than just be reactive to circumstances. There's a lot more in there, but ask yourself, Am I driven by reactiveness in my day-to-day -day life? Do I react to people, my own past, triggers, situations, things that are outside of my control? Or am I proactive and intentional and grounded? That makes a big difference. If you're reactive, you're not going to be very effective. If you're intentional, you're grounded, you're going to think. You're going to look at the long-term picture, bigger picture. You're going to look at the details as well. You're going to connect with people rather than being defensive. It makes you much more effective and productive. The third one, relationships. And here's the specific, generally relationships have an effect on us. Just like I said, in the emotions, if you have an argument or a challenge with your business partner or life partner or somebody in your life and you don't know how to work that out, that affects your ability to focus and maintain that because emotions take energy. Now, human beings are a social species. Everything we do is around our social identity. 
think about your roles. Think about your role as a father, as a mother, as a son, as a daughter, as a, as a business owner, as a citizen. They're all social roles. The way you make sense of the world is through your relationships. And one specific, just one of the examples I want to give around relationships that really impairs productivity is your lack of ability to say no. We say yes to please others. It has nothing to do with it. This is why your relationships can cost you a lot if you don't have the right relationships in your life and you don't have the right boundaries in your constantly saying yes to everything and you're not able to say no there's somebody that put it in 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 a really good way i was listening to a club he's like you know what the most important vitamin is uh the most important vitamin is the is vitamin n and it was on a podcast and the host asked like what do you mean vitamin n what's vitamin n he's like vitamin n is no saying no to people get in the season of saying a lot of no that actually requires you to pl- uh, have a vision, plan out your life and have a structure in your life. So when people call you, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do the other? No, well, I actually have my plan or don't even pick up. And you're going to let them know again uh, afterwards that I'm busy with certain things. Now, of course, that doesn't mean you say no to the things that matter to you, your family and the important things that you need to do. Even there, there are boundaries. But the things that move your life and business forward and the other way around. So you can say no to business stuff to have quality time with your family. So a lot of people don't have the quality of life and progress in their business because they say yes to too many things and they're not moving forward in the right direction or effectively because they're trying to juggle all the things that they said yes to just based on guilt, obligation, and those kind of things. So in your relationships, ask yourself, are you constantly saying yes? Are you always trying to please people or you have the ability to say no? And I don't mean to just say is that you need to use the willpower to say no to everybody. That's part of it. But willpower is a is limited energy. I need you to build a strategy. And if you don't know how to do that, show up to the productivity webinar. We're going to be talking about that in depth. You need to build a strategy, not just leverage, uh, not just use willpower. Willpower is limited. You should only be using that in certain times, not all the time. People exhaust that energy very fast. The last one, the most important one, people make the mistake or we all make the mistake of uh, organizing our time based on time. We forget energy. Your energy tends to dissipate throughout the day. You get tired as you go through the day. Your decision-making ability lowers. Why? Because it requires mental and emotional energy to do that. It requires mental bandwidth to think. So in the first part of your day, you probably have the most energy to make the best decisions, to move the best projects forward. So spend those first few hours thinking about the things that you need to move forward and actually do the things that are difficult to do. And then the middle of the day might be with intermediate stuff. And then the end of the day are the mindless things that you know how to do with your eyes closed. (laughs) So plan your day and your week based on your energy. Same thing goes with your week. By the end of the week, if you're really pushing yourself, you will get tired. You will, you will not be able to focus on a lot of the things. Now, of course, you can set up habits and systems that sustains that energy a little bit, but that's what ends up happening. By the end of the day, you're going to naturally get tired. So you don't want to keep high bandwidth things, like things that require a lot of mental energy, emotional energy, decision-making power towards the end of the day. You want to keep that to the beginning of the day. So design your day for energy. Same thing for your week. Design uh, things that you need to take care of in the beginning of the week. My Mondays and Tuesdays tend to be very busy. Wednesday up until the middle of the week, 
I tend to be very uh, like powering through. There's a lot of things that I'm doing. They're heavy lifting things. By the middle of Wednesday, it slows down a little bit in the sense that I'm not doing as heavy lifting as I was doing in Monday, Tuesday, up until middle of Wednesday. And then by Thursday, Friday, which means that Thursday, I actually get off work early and Friday, I also get off work uh, even earlier. By 3 p.m., I'm done on Fridays because I've just exhausted and I need I need to renew my energy and go spend time with my family, do other things. But understand that you 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 have limited amount of energy every day that you need to rest and replenish that energy and same thing by the end of the week you need at least one day to yourself not focusing on work stop trying to work eight days a week it doesn't work it will make you less productive have and also have some variety in your life spend time with family friends do other things not just be focused on work one, that's why we say variety is the spice of life. It, it, it makes your life more interesting. It makes you less neurotic. You get out of your normal world. You become more creative when you do other things. And you need a break as a human being. Get your sleep, get your rest, set up your week based on your energy, uh, not just time. I hope these four areas are helpful. Make sure you register for the webinar that's next week on February 8th. As soon as you register, you actually get a training with one-page productivity that will help you become more productive. It'll help you plan out your day and week much more effectively. It's a 20-minute training with a worksheet and you get the webinar for free. It's completely free to register. Please invite your investor friends. I'm so excited to see you on February 8th. You're going to be blown away because it's so different than whatever you've done around productivity. Until my next conversation with you, hope you have an incredible day. Bye. 